In seventh grade, I killed my husband. Or at least that was my reality as a defendant on my middle school mock trial team. <laughs> the case was based on one of the first battered woman syndrome defense cases in the country. And based on this experience, I knew I was gonna be a lawyer. Specifically, I was gonna be a prosecutor that put batterers in jail before their victims had to kill them to feel safe. Now that I had my life planned at 13 years old, I knew exactly what to do. In high school, I was on the debate and speech teams, I got involved in politics, and I was a page for the Iowa House. All things that would look good on my college application. With the confidence that comes with being 18 years old and having my life planned, I applied to one school because I knew I would get in. And luckily, they agreed with me. <laughs> I went to the University of Denver and double majored in political science and women's studies. I like to say I got a BA in BS. And really, with those degrees, I pretty much had to go to law school. <laughs> Between classes and meetings and papers, I liked to cook for my friends. I was famous for my cheese bread. We'd gather at my apartment on weekends, between meetings and papers, for dinner. And with my cheese bread and my roommate's cookies, we'd have a full house almost every weekend. When I wasn't cooking for my friends, I was cooking for my boyfriend, who's now my husband. We like to have our grown-up dinner parties at his apartment. And this is where some of my most memorable kitchen fails happened. One time we had some family friends over for dinner, and I don't remember what the entree was, but I'm sure it was delicious, and dessert was hot fudge pudding cake. You put batter in the bottom of the pan, sprinkle dry mix over the top, and pour hot water over that. As I was putting it into the preheated oven, I accidentally touched the rack and instinctively dulled my hand back, the hand holding this gooey chocolate mess. The pan flipped upside down, half in the oven, chocolate cake mix going everywhere. We couldn't not have dessert, so a friend and I ran to the store and grabbed a pie, while I left my boyfriend in his apartment to clean it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's still chocolate cake under that oven. Due to a variety of factors, I finished my degree in three jam-packed years and went straight to law school. Normal people take a year or two off to experience life and make sure that's what they want to do. Not me. I knew what I wanted, so why should I wait? I went to the University of Buffalo, <clears throat> and throughout law school, I loved cooking for my friends. They'd gather at my place on Friday nights for dinner and drinks, and we'd unwind before we had another weekend of studying. I always tried something new, and before they came over, i go to Wegmans, the best grocery store ever, there really should be one here, and get all the supplies I needed, walking around the store looking at the fun things and eating eclairs. After law school, I went back to Colorado to study for the bar. I spent the summer studying, planning my wedding, our wedding, <laughs> and cooking. Cooking is the best way to let my thoughts percolate. At the end of July, I took the bar. I passed the bar. There was lots of jumping and yelling when I got those results. I was a real-life lawyer. My plan had worked, and life was good. Two years later, I was still looking for somebody to pay me to be a lawyer. My plan should have been to be a lawyer that was employed. <laughs> After two years with no meaningful employment, I was offered a position as a victim advocate. This was never something I'd heard about in law school, but it ended up working really well with my skills and passion. I helped victims of domestic violence with civil protection orders and divorce and custody issues. 
And it's amazing how the circle continues, and I really was working with the law on domestic violence. This wasn't the plan in seventh grade, but it still worked. After two years of helping women and children escape dangerous situations, I had to resign. My son was born very sick. He spent five days on ECMO, 10 days on a ventilator, and two weeks in the NICU learning how to be a baby. And then we moved back to Des Moines, because we were told coming down at altitude would help his lungs heal. After 18 months in Des Moines, we went back to Denver, and I was a stay-at-home mom. That was not the plan. That wasn't even an option when I was pregnant. I loved being home with him, but I needed something to do. I started to occasionally volunteer to make breakfast with a Saturday morning men's Bible study. And that occasional volunteer opportunity turned into three years of making breakfast for 25 guys every Saturday. <laughs> I actually loved it. I had an audience beyond my husband and son to try things out on. You're supposed to try a recipe before you give it to a group, not me. I figure if it's not very good, at least it's gone, and I don't have to deal with the leftovers. <laughs> Oftentimes, Sunday mornings, the wives would approach me and say, how do you get them to try things they'll never eat at home? The more I cook, the more I realize it's the husbands that are the picky eaters, and they blame it on the kids. In addition to Saturday mornings, I started volunteering with the Wednesday night program. We made dinner for 50 to 75 people every Wednesday. And I had an amazing mentor. She was a chef and taught me all kinds of tips and tricks for cooking for a large group. After being her helper for a year, I took over the program for a year. At this point, I had been thrown off track after law school, moving across the country a couple of times, and starting a family. I'd become really good at rolling with the punches. And it was time for another move. Four years ago, we moved back to Des Moines to be closer to family. And I was back to being a stay-at-home mom, but this time with two kids. And I needed something to do. Being a lawyer was no longer an option. It had been nine years since I graduated from law school, and I was not going to take the bar again. It was time to admit that my plan from seventh grade had come to an end. I really missed cooking for church. And we had a hard time finding a church that had a meal program, wanted somebody to help with that program, and had all the other things we're looking for in a church home. So I do what normal people do, and I started my own business. I became a personal chef, and now I create meals for families all over the metro area every day. Every day is just a little bit different. A few days a week, I go shopping and take the groceries to my clients' home, where I prepare their meals for the week based on their dietary needs. Every family has a different menu, so I'm always trying out new things. Most clients take two to three hours, and so I usually have a couple of them a day. On Wednesdays, I make lunch for about 25 people at St. John's Lutheran, after their midweek music concert. And there I'm famous for my soups and quiche. On Wednesday nights, I make dinner for about 30 people at Capitol Hill Lutheran. That group's mostly kids, and so I've got quite the repertoire of kid-friendly meals. I also do freezer meal parties. Those days, I spend shopping, chopping, and portioning. And I take all the supplies to the host home, where she and her friends gather to prepare the meals and have some fun together. Other nights, I do dinner parties, or private cooking classes, or catering. Some nights, I even cook for my own family. <laughs> Usually, because I have to do some recipe testing, and they're my guinea pigs. Right now, they're helping me perfect meatball parmesan. Oftentimes, I get asked what I like to cook. And that's really hard to answer, because I never make the same thing twice. I usually say I love cooking with my boys and making homemade pizza. I make the dough, and they roll it out and decorate it with cheese and pepperoni. 
I always loved cooking for people, but I never thought anything would come of it beyond cooking for my family and friends. I had a very specific plan with one possible outcome. I reached that goal, I was a lawyer, I'd made it. And then my plan fell apart. And that was a hard adjustment. And that's still a hard adjustment. Especially my student loans, are still due every month. <laughs> but I love what I do, and I wouldn't change anything about how I got to where I am, even though it wasn't the plan. But sometimes, our plans change, and our ability to roll with those changes is what will help determine our success. And luckily, I'm pretty good at rolling with it. Thank you.